views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh, goody, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. It's so great to have all of you joining all of us today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We've got a great lineup for you, and I need to really get right to it. Just got to get right to it. All of us have to get into it, like now. We got to get right into it. Why? Because we've got, you know, the amazing Lynn Brown joining us here today. You know, she has created an amazing platform, Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life. So when we're talking about what that means, it's probably not what you think it means. That's why today's show is so important. Also being joined today by our very special featured guest, Wendy Wolf. So guess what? Are you ready to embody your feminine nature? That's nature with a capital, all caps, nature. And what does that actually mean? Well, today, both Lynn and Wendy are going to take us on a journey, which is also a very special invitation. You know, it's an invitation that many of us really don't think about because we're so busy in our world. We're like doing, 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 doing. And, you know, one of the things that I was reminded of recently uh, was that, you know, we have to be creating or else the doing is doing in place. So what does that mean? That means if we're doing, 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 and not creating, or not being part of our passion, or not embodying the absolutely incredible essence of who we are, then we're running in place. And so today, it is with great pleasure and honor that I get to introduce you to these two just fabulous, fabulous women. Women that are on purpose, on power, and creating the lives that they truly desire. Welcome to the show, both of you. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Well, I want to start out a little differently. I know this is a big topic today, but it's also part of, you know, what we're excited about uh, for this show topic. But let's start out with a question for each of you. You know, time has passed since we first met, since you first said yes to coming on air and sharing your gift and your talent with people all over the world. And so I want to ask you, what are you passionate about And how has your passion changed? And Lynn, why don't we start with you? Okay. You know, the things I'm passionate about are enjoying all the great sensations that life has to offer. You know, just really jumping in both feet uh, into life. And, uh, you know, just life offers so many great sensations, right? The joys, the ups and downs all around, just all the miracles. And um, 
just loving every minute of it, even the struggles. And I would say the core passions have remained the same. I still love just taking people places where they wouldn't go on their own. I love being a teacher of all aspects of life, just helping. Uh, But over the year, um, I would say what's changed for me is just a deeper alignment with putting my passion for me and taking care of myself first. And, And wouldn't you know, what happens when I do that is, and what's happened when I have decided to do that and made a vow to myself that I would never not do that again is all the people around me just benefit even more which is which is so interesting so my passion for the things that I love to do mm-hmm. nature um, meditation um, exercise I've really just like owned those things for myself to celebrate my life and the gifts that God has given me mm-hmm. and it just has expanded everybody else around me which is you would think that that's a little bit backwards but but boy that really has changed yeah. for me it's contagious that's why in a good way Wendy how about you Wendy Wolf. Wendy yes all my relations, all our relations have been something that I've been passionate about my whole life. Our connection to the earth, like just really connecting and being in the mountains, being in the water, being connected. Um, connections with other people, love and dancing and playing. And I've been a student of relationships and communication my whole life. And um, with spirit, with God, with truth, with life. Um, those things, all our interfaces, how we play. And playing with other people about those things too and really deepening has been one of the greatest themes of my life. And what's changed in the last year is, well, first I had to define better because I was called as a healer. I was teaching and healing and assisting people in groups and stuff, but not like, what is the, what's the seed here? What's the core? And being in this game had me see, oh, you know what I've noticed about the transformation game that I'm in with people it has three parts healing like cleaning up the past growth coming into who we really are and then shining you know m- making fruit uh, sharing with others and so that gives a structure for me to talk to people uh, through and about and um the big change has been that i have to own now that i have something to say i always wanted to just have be in in constant healing with people and meditation with people but i i do have things that yeah that are fun for me to say in the world yeah and what's interesting is you know most of the time we can talk about these things we're passionate about and then do nothing about them so the question mark really that we're going to explore today is what are some of the things that you both uh and have put together to get people really involved so that they can connect in ways in their lives but you know you know this topic today about nature about looking at you know who we are and what it means for us to embody that feminine part or that feminine nature has some very deep meanings, Lynn. So tell us a little bit about this topic and why you're so excited about it. Yeah, well, women have traditionally been asked to give up so much of ourselves to serve others. Uh, And this is what people have expected. And many women have been taught to expect that, you know, from ourselves. Uh, which limits our horizon to only what society has allowed us to be instead of unleashing and tapping into the amazing power that we have as women. And, you know, 
this is not about feminism. It's not about male versus female. And that's one thing I really wanted to embody for this show is, you know, to not have it feel like that. Um, it's about recognizing that the feminine energy force within all of us, even men, is is rising like the phoenix. And it's time to not only honor the feminine energy within each of us, but embrace it so our physical body will have balance, our life will have balance, and our world will have balance, as it is always intended to be. Um, and with balance comes great ability to create and manifest with ease and grace. You know, there's so much power in feminine energy. It's power which is not force. And it is ease and grace and nothing short of miraculous, mm -hmm. just like Mother Nature. You know, and there's, so there's such a parallel uh, between the two. And I think it's time to uh, people realize that and just kind of ride the wave that's being yeah. offered to us. You know, it used to be in the past that we were really aware of our feminine nature and feminine power, but it was really all about the feminine and all about the women. And, you know, what I think has changed, at least in what I've seen the past 20 years or so, is that the conversation is broader than that. And that feminine, that feminine aspect of who we are, uh, more importantly, is, is something that now men appreciate, which they never have before. Right, Wendy? I mean, you're shaking your head. So, yeah. you know, part of that has to do with how we look at this topic and how now both men and women are looking at this feminine energy and the intuitive nature of it, isn't it? It's really amazing. Um, it's so exciting to uh, for myself and to watch so many others come to more balance of our feminine, our masculine sides and our feminine and male p empowerment mm -hmm. energy within us. Uh, I've been working a lot lately with the yin-yang symbol for myself and just how coming to balance around all those dichotomies of this dualistic world are just so helpful. So the feminine energy for all of us can help us to um, just slide along the river of life, to be receptive, to be open, to be the fertile field that we just allow to grow. We don't have to strive right. and struggle. Things just can just grow. And then the more masculine sides of ourselves, the energy, we can let that creative energy be really active and breaking through. We can, like, let it be the seed planted. Uh, let, let something new come through, and then it can, it can grow in a whole new way. And so for all of us to allow that is just a beautiful yeah. thing. You know, someone asked me a question. They asked me who I thought represented this feminine energy in the world. I thought that was an interesting question. And I said, there are two people that come to mind. One is uh, Malala Yousafzai, the young woman that took, I think, two or three shots in the head yes. and then went on to win the Nobel Peace Prize, mm -hmm. and the Dalai Lama. And, yes. you know, they said, the Dalai Lama, yes. that's, not a, well, that's a man. And I said, well, you didn't ask me about that. Right. So aren't you really talking about the energies of each, Wendy? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And those are gorgeous examples. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Lynn, now part of this is looking at the topic and understanding why it's so important. But more importantly, you know, what is it that folks in the world are now embracing about this? You know, what are they looking at in terms of what feminine energy does and this idea of nation? nature and the feminine nature you know what is the power behind that especially when we're talking about creating life we're talking about mother earth you know we have such a tie 
and parallelism to um, Mother Earth and the cycles that it goes through, the act of, you know, let's just think about the seasons of growth, of rebirth, of um, in the fall when it begins to be incubation time, to go internal into ourselves, um, and even the death part, you know, of winter. It's it's all a cycle that we parallel because we are living beings on the planet with Earth. And if we can kind of begin to respect and honor that process and learn from nature, we can, what I say, ride the wave. It's it's like a river. Uh, you know, just we were talking about inner yeah. tubing before the show yeah, started. Yeah, we were. And I really, really like the analogy of a river because um, you just hop on the tube and it takes you. In fact, when I was little, I used to think I was such a great swimmer because I could swim so fast, but I wasn't really swimming. I was floating in the water. Right. <laughs> and I didn't realize I didn't know how to swim so good until I got to a lake and it didn't carry me. Right. right. Oh, that's a great analogy. <laughs> it didn't carry me. And so um, that was a surprise to me that I wasn't such a great swimmer. But that's how I view Mother Nature mm-hmm. and the power in Mother Nature. And there's just so many... Um, gifts in it, the animals that continuously present itself themselves to us throughout time and space uh, are really trying to be a reflection of things that we can lessons we can learn from the things that they've perfected, right? And yeah. the same thing with plants. So there's just so much information around us mm-hmm. in nature. Well, and then let's talk about the history of women, oh, because you know this is really you know you said something really interesting. I thought about it when you said it. You said this show is not about feminism or not about a feminist movement. And, you know, the the thing that I thought about it, it that that statement was had it had it not been for the feminist movement, this show would be about that. Right. Right. I mean, and Gloria Steinem said it once to me and said it so beautifully. By the way, we stand on this. She said we stand on the shoulders of all that have come before. And so now we can talk about this in that way. And so there is really a history of this and women that are coming out even this year, right? Yeah, and, you know, I think it's important for us to just reflect on where we as women are coming from and why it's so important to take steps to heal and release some of those imprints. And I speak about imprints in an intuitive, energetic way, of course, because I see those things in women and in men Mm -hmm. as they come to see me um, for energy work. You know, and our ability to create life as females which parallels the greatness of Mother Earth, uh, has often been reduced to our place in the world. And instead of honoring our ability to create life and abundance in so many other areas of our lives, you know, for nearly as long as civilization has existed, patriarchy enforced through the rights of firstborn sons has been the organizing principle. And even... You know, men in ancient Greece (laughs) tied off their left testicle in an effort to produce their male heirs. Women have killed themselves or even been killed for failing to bear sons. And, you know, I had a a friend that I had met last summer, and she told me an interesting story. Um, There's a country in Asia where she traveled to, and they went by the Crying River. And the Crying River is worldly known for something, but... The locals told her, well, it really is that since you can only have one child, Mm. many people that have girls take them to the river and let, you know, let them die there. So Mm -hmm. it's all the crying and all the emotions of that so that they can then free themselves up Mm. to have a male. 
you know, so um, it's just, you know, many cultures have required obedience of women towards men. Uh, women had to walk behind their husbands. Women could not own property and widows were not uh, allowed to remarry. And, and I don't say this as a poor us, but this is where we've come from. And this is what is still imprinted in our not only um, our family lineage, mm-hmm. right, which we should take time to clear and heal and forgive ourselves for, but also all of our past lives that we have experienced this stuff, right? So it really is deeply embedded. And, you know, taking the time to heal and release these stored memories can really give us relief and a power to move forward in our full potential. Yeah. You know, it's and, time to do it. Yeah, yeah, and not just to this lifetime, but past lives too. Yes. I mean, you know, it's it's we carry an energy that is really inexplainable. You know, we can't really explain it. You know, I've I know that I've heard women say, "Oh my God, I don't really understand what I'm feeling right now. I have had the best life. I have the best parents. I had the best environment, but I feel like you know, I I'm I'm just hanging. You know, I'm suffering." And and so the solution, for the most part, is you try to figure out what in this life. And sometimes when you look, these women haven't gone through anything in this life. Right. And so that's where you have to figure out what that energy is, isn't it? It is. It is. And it really is embedded. And I think it's embedded in our DNA. It's in, embedded in different layers of our being. I mean, it's just these are the things that are so, so powerful, right? They, they, people get caught up on all day. You know, every day throughout their lives, just like you're saying, they can't put a conscious memory to it or reason. But that's where people like Wendy and I Mm -hmm. are so are so powerful to help people just. Yeah. It's like if we can let them um, shed a piece of that that's been weighing them down for for lifetimes Mm -hmm. that heals their physical body, that heals the rest of their their life and their attitude and, and just uplifts them. Yeah. Um what a miracle yeah it is and so that's i think why wendy and i are so passionate about Mm -hmm. this work is we can see those things and we can show you how to see them within yourself so you can just release them and be done so i mean you both have um, collaborated on many fronts now i know that you have got a number of things coming up especially in the spirit of what we're talking about today tell us a little bit about that okay Mm -hmm. um well first and foremost you know wendy and i are collaborating for a six-day retreat in the Cascade Mountains. And so we're going to be in the heart of Mama Nature so that we can really uh, learn and just kind of match our energy and play. And so we're doing that in July, July 26th through August 1st. And, um, you know, there's more information on each of our websites, and mine is areyouintoit.com. And we're uh, we're excited. We're excited to play with the women. We're excited to go through through some of these healing processes to create vows. Mm-hmm. You know, in, uh, to be more um, in alignment with yourself and true to yourself. I'm really really excited about that one. And then I also am launching a new website called The Power of Eve, mm-hmm. uh, which I've aligned with another lady who it's it's going to be a website that is just uh, information resource. Places of free community gatherings, drum circles, oh, wow. daily mm-hmm. hikes with ceremonial activities that I'll be a part of mm-hmm. so I can help, you know, assist with the intuitive yeah, side and, yeah. of course, the playful side. Mm-hmm. Um, just really starting to play in nature and, and bringing out some of that symbolism and, yeah. and stuff. Well, um, how do people find out more about the, the uh, six-day uh, event in July? 
Yeah, they could send me an email at lynn at ruintuit.com. That's the letter R, the letter U, intoit.com. Okay. Also, you know, also, again, on my website, there's a lot of information uh, posted there as well. And you both do up, you do workshops regionally as well, don't you? I do. Um, my website is healgrowshine.com. And I have a class coming up starting tomorrow night, actually, that is a six-week class that has the basics of how to comfortably open to these kinds of energies and these kinds, have our bodies feel comfortable and get the levers on the inside to open spiritually and to make changes spiritually that we want to make. And I'm so excited about that because we can build some of the workshops that we do together, the astral experiences, the um, Ascended Master experiences, and then, you know, the long retreats Mm -hmm. that we're doing on top of those tools. Yeah. I actually have a friend, and actually she does a regular show. She's been doing a regular uh, show series with us for like six years. And one of the things she insists upon is exactly what you're talking about. She says there's really no answer when we live in the problem or even in a solution. She said what we're doing is we're confining ourselves to the boundaries of the material world we live in. Mm -hmm. So what she says is there's only awareness, and you have to be open to hear and receive the awareness. You know, I think we've talked about this. God, spirit, whatever you call it, we say, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm searching for it. Well, God is not lost. Spirit's not lost, right? right. They're like all, all around us, whatever form that comes to you in. And so what I hear you saying is you're creating a six-day event for people, not just to learn and open it up, but to make sure that when they're done, they're going to be able to incorporate it into our lives. And and that's what you're saying about your 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 class, yes. Wendy. Yes. It's like you can take a half-day workshop, and guess what that is? That is a good introduction to what's mm-hmm. possible. Right. But if you want to learn how to change your life, yes. you have to commit to something else, don't you? Yes. And, you know, pa- pa- talk about passion. I am so crazily passionate about getting these tools and ways of seeing the world that we are so capable into people's hands. Mm. And I know Lynn is too. Well, I mean, we're going to talk a lot more about that. One of the things that also comes up around this and creating it is how do we look at our lives and balance that male and female energy? I mean, is there even such a thing? Balance is a very tricky word for me. It always has been. It's always meant something that I believe I'm not even capable of, the word balance, so to speak. But when we're talking about energies, that's very different than things in life, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I'm trying to balance my, balance my life. No, you can't. Like me, balancing my life, no. Harmony is what I seek. But if I'm supposed to have equal parts of this and equal parts of this and equal parts of that, that has been a challenge for me most of my life. But how about the energy of things? Isn't that, Lynn, what you're talking about? Absolutely. It, and it it's such, you know... It's such a different way to see it. So there's the energies, and then how do they present themselves in our physical bodies? How mm-hmm. do they present themselves and show up in the actions of life, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the war, you know, just how do they present themselves on the physical earth? Because they show up in our physical bodies, or the lack of those things being in balance yep. shows up um, as um, as illnesses, yeah. as um, pains, 
And so we can see them showing up in the physical body or lack thereof, as well as on the planet, right? Where something's tilted more towards the male energy than the female energy. Well, and and are we surprised, okay, $64 million question, that depression and the rise in number of cases of depression, primarily in women, is through the charts. Is anybody surprised about that? Um, We're going to take a short break, Lynn. When we come back, Wendy, when we come back, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these balancing energies. And Lynn, both Lynn and and Wendy are going to give you their websites again and make sure you know how to find out more about their upcoming events. But when we come back, you know, Lynn is going to take us on an interesting journey. She's got something very personal, very intimate to share. Because both of these women don't just talk about things. They actually experience things. And so what they bring forth for all of us isn't simply a dialogue it is a demonstration there's a fundamental difference between dialogue and demonstration you got to ask yourself the question do you want to continue to have the same dialogue you've had for most of your life or would you like a demonstration if you want a demonstration you're going to want to listen to what we've got to say when we come back you're listening to us right here i'm dr pat lynn brown wendy r wolf We'll be right back, everybody, with the show. She says, I smell like safety and home. I named both of a ride forever and please don't go. Tune in to Prescience Life Radio with host Mia Simone. Mia is devoted to sharing her extensive knowledge on the invisible worlds of energy. Join Mia and discover the science of intuition and connect with your greatest gift. Start living in your potential today and every day by opening up to the power of inner knowledge. To learn more about Mia, visit presciencelife.com. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. This could be good, this could be good I can't change, even if I try Even if 
Yeah. I can't sing, even if I try, but I do try. Every once in a while, I'm just going to pop one, just pop it out. It's going to be like, boom, there it is. Um, Lynn Brown, Wendy Wolf joining me here today. Before we jump into this, let us take our caller, because uh, I know the segment that, um, Lynn, you're going to be doing is very personal. It's very intimate. And we want to just let it go. So, uh, Benny, who do we have? Right, we'll take David calling in from Seattle. David, welcome to the show. Hey, David. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much. Wonderful Thank you. Show. Uh, I just have two questions. Go for it. And one is, uh, how does the man tap into his feminine energy, number one? Number two, is the, is the power of the feminine energy, like uh, what you, Lynn, did, is, is be passionate about self and then receive to nurture others? Is that kind of what that feminine energy is? Great question, David. Thank you. I'm I'm going to let Wendy answer the first one, and then I'll and then actually I'll answer the second one, David. Um, you know, for me, the feminine energy is uh, allowing divine presence to just kind of come through me. Like we're all given special gifts, and I would call them passions, right? Because there's I feel like there's a certain reason each one of us are uniquely drawn to different things. And to me, that's our God-given direction and our God-given compass, so to speak. And when we allow ourselves to ride that wave of passion, to me, that is allowing the feminine energy aspect to come through us and to create. Does that help, David? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So so then the the passion of someone is is real. So a person figuring out their passion is really them just rediscovering or discovering what their essence or or true self or higher self is. Uh, That's yeah. I would I would definitely agree with that. And then allowing those sort of energies to, or and then I guess what Dr. Pat is saying is being open and aware to receive those type of things and block out other ones. Um, I would say mostly just focus on the passion and receiving the guidance and receiving the wave of energy that's coming versus ever really b- trying to block stuff out. Because in my opinion, it's just, just my opinion, when we try to resist something, we're actually giving that merit and attention. Um, I just, I, I would just tend to uh, help people look towards where they're going. You know, and they're wanting to go. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a different way to look at things. So, David, I want to talk to you a little bit about how you can open to your own female energy. Um, the most, the easiest thing I can say is to go to nature and be the wild and be. And I don't mean drive somewhere and run as fast as you can for a ten mile hike and then drive home. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being in and with nature and the water and the movement and the wind um, and letting her teach you herself. And that goes beyond words, and I'll stop talking about that. Um, I do uh, teach how to consciously run the body energies of male and female energy, um, which I'm not going to go a lot into now because it builds on some things. But what I can say is tune in to people with high female energy 
and Dr. Pat talked about some of those people or maybe some people in your lives or, or a life or maybe some masters who have ascended that you can relate to, maybe Mother Mary or maybe Quan Yin, those kinds of friends, um, and just relax with them and let your energy learn new tricks. Let yourself, let the feminine female energy flow more and learn. And again, it gets, it gets to be a spiritual practice, so that's all I can say about that. But it, those are some places to start. Yeah. And David, let me say something to you uh, really quickly. You already have a lot of this feminine energy. Do you know that? Uh, do you know that? I don't know. Yeah, you I do. do. You do. I mean, I picked it up immediately the first time I met you. Um, and and what's so fascinating about it, if I had to pick a, a, a man that I know in my cl- closest circle, you actually do represent a very good integration of both. You really do. I mean, I've heard you call into the show many, many times. I've talked with you personally, and you have that. Now, the next step for you is to learn and to work with someone that can help you cultivate that in the real world. How do you bring that forward now so that you can create this amazing life? Because, you know, this is not something that that you have to, quote, learn. See, you have it. Now what has to happen is, how do I bring that forward so that I stay in balance with both the masculine and the feminine energy to do good things in the world? Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense. Yeah, that, that's it. I gave you a mission. If you choose to accept that, let me know. So I'll email you. All right. Thank you, David. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, David. All right. Uh, wow. He, he does represent that. Right, I think I every see so time many he's called in, you could just hear it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So many men that do to me are just mm-hmm. um, so beautiful, just because they, they exude the confidence and the strength of a man, mm-hmm. but the serenity and the humility, and the surrender, yeah. of a female and the caring. You know, just mm-hmm. it's, it is such a beautiful combination mm-hmm. to see that. Yeah. Now we have something very special. Now, Lynn, you have been on a journey. And today, you have chosen to talk about this. So take us on this journey with you, if you would. Yes, I I can't wait to share some of this information. And I have been slowly sharing some of it over the last few radio shows. But what a journey. I went to uh, my time in the desert, which was uh, just time being spent with uh, God and the divine and energies and just being completely led and just surrendering completely. And what what amazing lessons I learned uh, on the journey. And I, I was definitely guided to journal a lot of stuff or everything. And so I'm actually going to share part of that learning through a journal entry. Um, it was just, I think, at almost every person that is listening to the show will be able to relate and, and maybe learn this lesson and embody this lesson as well. But I want to back up a little bit and uh, start as a child where um, I grew up, again, in the Cascade Mountains uh, in a town called Winthrop or that area, which is just amazing area. Anyways, my parents split up when I was about in fourth grade. And I chose to live with my dad because I wanted to stay. Basically, I chose my home. I say I chose my dad, but I chose my home because that's what was comfortable to me. And fourth grade is pretty young, and I had to make the decision by myself or for myself, actually. I'll, I'll claim that I had to make it for myself. 
And that's where my basketball court was. I was already into basketball and and, uh, and all that. So my father raised me to be self-sufficient, to have confidence, uh, how to work hard, how to think strategically. And I thank him for that. And that, to me, is so male. You know, those are the male energies. And my dad embedded those in me. And he, he, you know, didn't force them upon me. But I really got to embrace them and embody them throughout my whole life. And I was also raised in the mountains where nature was a daily part of life. You know, as kids, we, we learned how to live off of the land. We learned how to be one with nature, how to speak to and understand the animals and to love all that is. And I did not consciously understand and realize until very recently that living in the mountains taught me about feminine energy Um, you know and when you can combine the two with balance life is just fun you become healthy you become creative you're in alignment and very much like you just told David you know he already embodies that just bring it to the you know bring it to the forefront Um, I've learned by being around others how much I do and was able to bring forth both the male and female energies uh, I just didn't realize it, <laughs> you know, so it's it's kind of nice to get reflective information back from others. Um, well, but even with all that being said, like Wendy mentioned about our <clears throat> default or unconscious programming as females. And, you know, what I was mentioning about how we have to uh, go back and heal some of those aspects from what we care through our family and lineage, as well as all of our past lives. I just learned a huge personal lesson in my life. And like I said before, I think most women will be able to relate. Probably everybody will be able to relate. So this is, I'm going to share a diary entry from my um, time in my solitude. And so insight that I received last night from the divine is that God needs me to be strong and whole for the next part of my life. Being whole means to be completely whole within myself, not depending on others to make me happy or whole. Part of this lesson for me was that in my marriage, I literally gave up parts of myself thinking that my spouse would give me a bigger, better piece of that particular thing to fill that void and to make me bigger whole than when I started. I honestly thought that. What I'm seeing now is that we all need to start at complete internal happiness and when we find a partner, they will be the overflow so that we are not depending on one another Because energetically, I know that actually does not work. I'm also seeing the parts of me that I gave up are absolutely critical to my heart and to my power center in order for me to feel good about myself. And when I am fulfilled and feel good about myself, that brightness shines on everybody around me and ripples out for eternity. I guess what I'm saying is that relationships should be the icing on the cake, but you and I in of ourselves should have all of the ingredients to make and keep the perfect cake. Now, what do I do with this information? I continue to pull those parts of me back that I have given up. This also shines more clarity on the vows that I wrote for myself and the process that I went through to create those vows and why it was so important. I honestly thought that sacrificing critical parts of myself in my marriage would make space for me to become a glorified wife a new person, a wife persona 
that would get just as much attention, love, affection, and validation as the Lynn that I gave up for the marriage. I do not know where I got that idea, (laughs) but I honestly believed it. I realized during this time that I was still waiting for that to happen. All the while, the parts I had given up of myself were still gone, and I was beginning to wither like a tree without water from the inside out. This all has nothing to do with my husband and his actions or inactions. I need to make that clear. This has to do completely with me not owning myself, not staying true to myself, and not clearly speaking my desires and expectations. I had given up the very things within myself that validated me, that allowed me to cherish myself, to honor myself, and keep myself healthy. Five things that I have come to know that I absolutely need in my life to make me whole are meditation time and space in the morning and night, nature, exercise, and community. Without even one of those things, I see myself starting to wilt like a limb on a tree, which impacts the whole health of the beautiful tree. If the tree isn't whole and full of nurture, then it cannot bear the fruit to its fullest potential, which feeds the universe around it. I vow to never give up those things again. When you decided to share that and when you were experiencing it, what commitment did you make to yourself and to your life? Oh, man. It, I just literally said I'm not going to bend or break anymore. I'm going to stay true to myself. And once I felt the difference, once I felt those parts, so it's kind of like I realized that I had left those parts laying around. And what I did throughout the process while I was on my 30 days in solitude, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like I was picking up the arm that I broke off five years ago and I put it back on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Why did I... Why in the world would I think that anybody else's arm could feel better than the one that God uniquely designed for me? And then I pick up another part of myself. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I say arm as a fig- you know, figure of speech, but they were literally parts of myself. And um, now that I could compare and contrast that very real feeling of returning to myself and how great it feels, I just, bottom line, I'm never going to do that again. I can't. I can't afford to. Could I? Yes, Monday. I just want to say that um, what you read is so rich. Yeah. Every sentence is, there's a world in every sentence. And so I'd like to encourage you, uh, I'd like to say to the listeners, (laughs) (laughs) to please um, email Lynn and maybe she can send you that. And you can meditate on it. I don't care if you're female or male, embodied. Because there's just things in there we all yeah, give up. Yeah, it's not up. about that. It's, it's not actually about that. not about that, right? And so many of us, you know, this whole, oh, the ball and chain doesn't let me, the ball, you know, like, it's like we give up who we are when we come into partnership sometimes, and we can get that back because the person that we fell in love with goes away, and we get this new person trying to please us. Mm-hmm. And the person who I am, who started that dance, I let go of to try to please someone. And it, it might not even work. So there's just such riches in there uh, that can be accessed in our own contemplation and meditation. You know, I was introduced in 1997. It was my first vision quest out in nature. And I would encourage all of you listening to this show 
to really find out more about what Lynn and Wendy are doing. And the reason I say that, it's because I was energetically hungry for an enormous transformation. And I really didn't want to wait 10 years for that to happen. I didn't know it at the time. And I think, Lynn, you didn't either. I, I mean, no 30 days I in a lifetime is, is, is literally nothing. It's like a nanosecond in, a, in the energy world. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something calling each of us forward. And the question really becomes, what are we willing to do to step into that invitation and literally embrace the change that is waiting to happen in our lives. I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of what, what happened? And also, um, thank you for sharing something so personal and intimate because it is a demonstration, mm-hmm. you know, it's a demonstration, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, for many people listening, you're going to assist people in the retreat that you're doing. Right. To step into that same space, aren't you? Exactly. I'd like to hear from each of you how that how, how that might happen during those six days together. Um, well, we're going to do some healing, some energetic healing to to clear, you know, some of that family lineage and some of those past life um, energies and, and things. We're going to do uh, meditation on calling back parts of ourselves. Uh, I know the process that I went through, which I didn't mention today, touched on it, is is writing vows. You know, we write vows to the person we're going to be married to. Well, how about actually <laughs> writing vows to ourselves, a person that, who we're supposed to be living for and, you know, with for eternity and not compromising on those and sharing those with the people around you that can help hold you accountable. You just... It, very empowering and so part of that process is going to be um, starting those vows and perhaps even uh, doing a ceremonial um, sharing of that in the in the community that that ends up showing up Mm -hmm. and maybe some ritual work on on a commitment that's real for the body we'll have time for just to be ourselves alone Mm -hmm. and let the dust settle and find out who we really are we'll have time to um be deliciously, juicily connect with Mama Nature and access uh, the sturdy earth energy and all the support that we have for that. Um, we can find out who we really are and let that come floating to the surface. What is really... I talked to a woman in her 60s yesterday and she was like, I finally realize why I'm here and what my calling is. Well, you know, as soon as we can find out, the better, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we're also going to leverage the power of community. So mm-hmm. we'll be alone, but we'll also be in community. And support makes such a difference. And other modeling people, oh, wow, wow, you can do that. Maybe I can do that, too. It's huge. And the other so, thing that we're going to get to do is, like we were talking about today, is right on the wave of Mother Nature. We're going to be playing with the elements, the element of water, uh, doing some rafting and tubing, doing some hiking, maybe, um, you know, some other things out in element, some cer- ceremonial stuff with fire. So we're going to be doing a lot of playing. But yeah. playing is so critical and crucial and yeah, healing. It is. Coming together is the first step. Um, and and playing is absolutely critical. I mean, and, and, and playing is defined by the self, right? How you enter into the playground is mm-hmm. defined by the self. 
Mm-hmm. We get to choose how we're going to enter into the playground of life. Yes. Um, yes. Before, I have something very special I've prepared for this show in honor of your retreat. But before I do, I want to make everybody, I want to make it really clear how people can register, how they can find out more, how can they can see the beautiful location, by the way, which we didn't talk about, did we? No, it's a three-story log house that was hand-built uh, by my father on three acres nestled up against the Cascade Mountains. And there's, you know, the river is running at the foot of the driveway and it is just magical up there. Mm-hmm. Every time we go up there and do a retreat, because it's a little far from Seattle, and I'm like driving there, oh, why do we do this? And I get there, I'm like, oh, this is why we do it. Not only physically beautiful, but right. energetically opening and right. beautiful. And I just want to interject yep. before we do that, that the self matters, that we matter, what we do matters. And we're going to be practicing the self-care that we all need to be able to be who we are and do our calling. So and I there's a reason why, you know, doing it together and doing it with other women is so important. And I want to read something. And I hadn't read this in, what year are we in? We're in, uh, what, 50, 2015. What are you, 50? 2015, yeah. <laughs> I haven't read this since 1997. And I wanted to read it in celebration of what you both are creating. Because you are, what you're creating is in the spirit of this woman and what she created for many of us that have learned about nature mm-hmm. and about that energy. So I want to take a minute to read it. Is that okay? Great, yeah, please, please do. Uh, but before we do, did you give out your websites? HealGrowShine.com. And I also wanted to say the class at Sparting tomorrow night near Seattle Center, please come to the first one as my guest. And if you want to keep coming, great. How do they do that? HealGrowShine.com. <laughs> and my website is ruintuit.com. That's the letter R, the letter U, the words intoit.com. So I want to read this. And this came from my mentor, my spiritual teacher. Um, And it was such a special gift. And I want to share it and give it to both of you. And so this is from Sedonia Cahill. I invite you to enter a moment into sacred time and space, into a way of seeing that is broad and spacious, See this day from the time you arose this morning until you sleep this evening as one ceremony divided into small and familiar rituals, your heart as the altar. You put the cycles of light and you part the cycles of light and darkness. Now begin to see your life from the moment of your conception until the time of your death as one long continuous ceremony filled with many rituals, some familiar, some unknown, and challenging. Your home and all your relations, the altar, you, part of many seasons and cycles. Now, see this ceremony of your life as part of a much larger ceremony that extends seven generations into the past and seven into the future, made up of many births and deaths. This beautiful spinning earth, the altar, you, part of the great ebb and flow. Now, if you will, imagine this larger ceremony to be but one part of a ceremony so grand, so magnificent, as to be hardly comprehensible. A great, vast ceremonial circle, rich and vibrant, with millions upon millions 
of swirling circles of dancing light. And you? One of those dancing circles. A dancer on the altar that is the universe where time is eternal. May you dance in beauty. Circle Wisdom, Sir Sidonia Cahill. Beautiful. Oh, man, that is beautiful. I want to thank you both for today. And I wanted to pass that on to a woman who is at exactly the place that you are right now. Almost, I'd say, a good 70 years ago. Mm-hmm. So thank you both. One last, one last question from each of you. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? There is so much possible for us. And today we've been focusing on the balancing and enjoying the male and the female and opening to our receptiveness. But there's just so much possible. We can just take the bull by the horns. Life is for living. It's being on the court. And that happens on the inside of us as well as the outside of us. So go for it. Thank you, Wendy. Lynn? Um, I was guided to share, you know, one of the retreats I went to last year, uh, I had a big learning and a big breakthrough of, I was always concerned, like many of us, of looking behind us to see who's on our side, see who's supporting us, see what's behind us. And what I learned was when I look into the future at the greatness of myself, when when I allow myself to see a big, huge, bright sun with unlimited potential and all the excitement that life can offer. It's so entrancing that you don't care what or who's behind you. And that's what I hope everybody can search for and look to and just walk towards is the unlimited potential of life and themselves. Amazing. Thank you both. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. And again, what a fabulous show. What a personal message. Um, If you've missed any part of this, it will absolutely replay tonight on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As Lynn and Wendy talked about, you can find out about the upcoming retreat by going to each of their websites. Um, I would say it's going to fill up very quickly. I'm pretty sure of that. So please don't wait. Don't hesitate. Remember, create your own demonstration. We'll see you next time.